sand geeks, the sand geeks, the sand geeks, the sand geeks, the sand geeks. We are the sand geeks. Hello, geeks. Welcome back to the Sand Geeks podcast. I hope you've all had a fantastic week. I've had a lovely day today. I went to the Yorkshire Dales and had a beautiful walk in the countryside through the trees, the changing colours, shafts of sunlight dappling through the leaves onto the ground. And it just made me think how much I bloody love autumn. And it also made me feel sympathy for the autumn haters out there. You know, the people who just can't stand raking up a couple of leaves off their own back garden. Uh, speaking of such people, we have one right here. It's uh, Steve from the channel Frags to Riches. All right, Autumn Hater. Hashtag fuck autumn. Yeah, that's... Hello, how you doing? You're right. <laughs> it's not a couple By the way, of my, my name... Well, what, well, you know, it was a it was a great pile to, to just go and, and dive in, I thought. And I, I think you, your little lad should have done that and made you rake them all up again. If anybody's wondering, in the Sync Geeks podcast Facebook group, I shared a photo of all of the leaves that I had to rake up. There's a massive pile in my garden, and I just put, I fucking hate autumn again or something. I think, I can't remember where I put something like that, but something. I mean, uh, there was a there was a few leaves, but, you know. It was a lot of it, Nah, nah, it was a couple. Anyway, um, how have you been? How's your week been? Yeah, we're all right, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Um, fairly, I've kind of got a long weekend now because I've got tomorrow off work, which is nice. Um, today was quite uh middle class we went and fed the ducks uh we had a cottage pie so i feel like a very middle class oh. englishman today did I you also... have avocado for breakfast by any chance no, I, I didn't i did make myself some pancakes this morning actually oh yeah um, the girls asked for pancakes this morning but uh, we didn't have time yeah and then uh when i was walking the dog this morning i saw somebody this is so middle class i saw somebody walking their horse they weren't riding it. They were sort of just walking it through the village. It was probably like, my sister. <laughs> like they had their dog next to them and then their horse. So like, how fucking middle class is this? Yeah, they, she, oh, yeah. They, they probably said, "I'm just, I'm just popping out to take the horse here for a walk. Be back <laughs> soon. I'm going to get some milk from the shop." From Waitrose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the avocado. Yes, of course. So, um, yeah, how's your week been, anyway? <laughs> it's been it's been good, mate. Yeah, it's been a good week. Been a fun week. Uh, I filmed a little bit of a, a fun Halloweeny video uh, on Friday, so I'm gonna hopefully drop that next Friday. And had a, had a, had pretty much the perfect day today. I wasn't lying. I have been to the Yorkshire Dales. We we went to meet my mum and dad because they're in tier three, so we can't meet them indoors anywhere. And so we just thought, let's find a, a relative halfway point between Yorkshire and Lancashire. And uh, we went to a place near Skipton in the Yorkshire Dales. I had a walk with them and it was a gorgeous day. Walked through the woods, walked by the river, had a nice little picnic. And then we got home and ordered Byron burgers from Deliveroo. So I've got oh. a Byron sitting right in my belly right now. And oh, so I feel satisfied so as hell. <laughs> fucking love a Byron. People are kind of thinking we're talking about the fragrances, probably. But I do yeah. love a Byron Burger as well. I think it's up there for me with um, the I do love Five Guys. I do love Five Guys as well. It's, yeah, I it's controversial Five Guys because I think it's really tasty, but it is overpriced. You're basically paying like restaurant mm. prices for essentially takeaway food, but it is it does taste so good. I've only ever had one, oh, and it, it, it goddamn hit the spot. I'll tell you that. Mm. Oh, I'm very jealous. Yeah. Very jealous of that burger. Damn. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've had a good day, mate. Shall we? Um, shall we get yeah. into what we've been wearing, or should we do yeah. podmin first? What should we do uh, first? Let's uh, let's kick off with our podmin. Okay. Right. Hit us so, with a couple of podmins. Uh, we've had only a couple of kofis this week, so as everybody knows by now, you yes, stingy bastard. No, sorry. Yes, I was getting, I was about to start begging after I've given them the web address, so you can <laughs> support the podcast financially through the link ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks, all one word, and through that link you can you can donate as little as three pounds, and the principle being you're just like you're buying us a coffee. Now we've only had two this week, and we do really appreciate those two people, but we would love it if you could donate some more because I think we're going to have to start hitting up the old um, admin fees soon for the um, host I was going to talk to you about that Chris they've not stung us for a while so um, yeah. anyway those donators are um, serial donators and serial supporters of the podcast so thank you even more appreciated because that's quite well I know one of them definitely has I think they've both donated before one of them is the man himself from the YouTube channel Da Vinci's Alchemist 
so it's Brandon, and he says, always topical, never typical. Fantastic, as always, Stephen Chris. Any big <laughs> one-year anniversary plans? Question mark. Cheers. Cool. So, so, no, we've not thought about one-year anniversary plans yet. We're a bit premature. So what's this, week 43? I mean, so we've got a few weeks to go, yeah? Yeah, hmm. we'll, have to, we'll have to think of something. We'll so start, we might, yeah, we we'll might hit 100,000 downloads before the one-year so I think we might celebrate that somehow. Can you imagine an... if we hit 100,000 at the one-year mark? That would be beautiful, wouldn't it? That would be beautiful. That would be... Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> anybody that doesn't know, we are, we are getting close to 100,000 downloads, total downloads across Ooh. all episodes, which is amazing, which is more than I ever thought we would get, to be honest. So I'm well chuffed for that. Um, yeah. So anyway, thank you to the uh, da, Vinci, uh, da Vinci's Alchemist. I have to yep. make myself say that properly every time. Go and check thanks, out his YouTube thanks, channel. Brandon. Yeah, he's a really entertaining YouTuber. He always kind of comes up with creative ideas and kind of ways of delivering stuff. It's not your standard sort of boring bastards sitting there talking to nope. the camera like me. He does other interesting things, so go and check out his channel. And another serial donator, donator is Wayne from Brisbane. So he's donated a few times. So he has said, another enjoyable wow. show. Have a sensational week, gentlemen, and all other fellow scent geeks. My fragrance of the day, the outstanding ombre leather. So yeah, that's a, that's a good, choice, good choice, actually, to be fair. I know you're a big fan Wayne, of that one. Wayne, I freaking love you, man. I love you, thank you. On the spot, I can't remember the answer to this. Which oh, do you God. prefer, ombre leather or Tuscan leather? Um, I... as a as a fragrance composition, Tuscan leather because it's a there's a bit more to it. It's a little more complex. It's a little more of a statement maker. In real world situation, for going out and being a crowd pleasing fragrance, I'd say ombre leather is a slightly easier wear. Hmm. So I. Yes, I, scent-wise, I would say Tuscan leather is my favourite. If I'm just wearing it at home, smelling it myself, I'd say Tuscan leather just. But, I mean, they're so similar and they're both fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not surprisingly being the basic bitch, I prefer ombre leather. It's just yep. more wearable, it's, it's easier to wear, it's enjoyable, a bit more mass appealing. Um, I just, yeah, I just prefer it. But, uh, yeah, just for yep. that in there. Well, cool. um, so there you go that's that's the only um, Kofi's we've had this week but thank you gentlemen we do really appreciate your support it does help us um, keep the debt collectors at bay so thank you it does uh, shall we go through what we've been wearing yeah sure do you want to go first yeah I'll, I'll start since you've just been uh, yabbering on for a bit uh, okay I've been wearing uh, a new release from Amouage they very kindly sent me Meander which is a beauty so lovely, Ooh, woody, woody, spicy. Ah, it's great. Uh, good for this time of year as well. I've also been wearing an, oh, another autumn banger, Tom Ford Black Orchid Parfum. Uh, another good one, um, Nasamato Fantomas. Uh, I've been wearing Behike from Renier, which is, oh, it's you, you, this is not your fragrance, Steve, uh, I don't think anyway, because it's very artistic. It kind of smells a bit of like... This is really difficult to describe, but it kind of smells of damp soil. Now you were like, you were like, okay, I do not want to smell of that. But the way that it's done, it's kind of one of those fragrances that you smell and you go, I kind of don't want to like that, but I do like it and I want to keep smelling it. Do you know, you know the ones I mean mm. that kind of yeah. in, keep enticing you in? Uh, anyway, yeah, it's lovely. And uh, also another woody, spicy beauty from Tio, my favourite from Tio Cabanel is Barcane or Barcan. So I've been a niche bastard this week. Sorry about that. Well, it's all right. Somebody's got a, we've got a meat in the middle somewhere because as always, I'm a bit of, well, yeah, I'll say I, that. I've tried a few things this week, but yeah, I'm, a, uh, I'm the basic bitch okay. and you're the uh, niche of yours. What have you been so wearing? Um, Let's see how um, basic you've been this week, Steve. Well, I tell you what, I'll start off not basic then, just to throw it in there. I've, I've been wearing a fragrance that you have hyped a lot on this uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. I say been wearing. I've not done a full wearing yet. I've had a little spritz on my arm of Initio's Oud for Greatness which you have Ooh. hyped a lot. So I was very curious, mm. and I didn't realise until I did a little a little Google, because I was like, oh, okay, this is, I was kind of smelling it. And my very first impressions actually were, it, it smelled a lot like I thought it would, because yeah. I've heard a lot of people say, yourself and Josephine um, say as well, that it's a very wearable oud, and a lot of people yes. say it's you know not skanky, etc. So I, it smelled pretty much kind of what I was expecting, really. Because for me, um, oud fragrances kind of fall into three different categories. It's either like, ugh, that's skanky as fuck. Yeah, or, smells like poo. Or, is, is there oud in this? I can't smell any oud. Or, or 
there's like basically yeah. like the ombre um well not ombre leather um tom ford oud wood sorry it's kind of like that oh i can smell the oud and it's nice it's a very wearable oud so there's the sort of yeah, three, like a it, clean almost mm. medicinal type of oud yeah but you can still smell it because some oud fragrances i think i just don't get any oud from but but this fell into that middle category where it's like um kind of in the middle there where it's like no i can smell the oud but it is very wearable and it's really quite nice but i didn't realize how much it was until i did a little google i didn't know it's 250 quid retail i was like shit the bit yeah yeah been hyped in that to hell for 90 mil i was like damn talking big big bucks yeah big bucks but this this sounds like pre-planned but this was as smooth as because when i was googling it to see how much it was our sponsor only bloody came up as the cheapest you know i was like hold on hold on here they are ccense.com would you believe it came up 229 pounds was the cheapest I, I could see the next closest was like 330 something so there were some other discounted kind of prices but ccense had beaten them all so our glorious yeah. sponsor so i was really shocked yeah. for that i think harrods are doing it for like 250 but ccense uh in the uk are the cheapest um and uh, we should mention that even though that is still a lot of money with C-Sense, you have this great thing of spreading the payments with with Klarna. Uh, you can uh, you can pay pay for it over three months, which makes it more manageable for for a lot of people. Um, it's if, when you're spending that amount of money, you, I, I would sample if you if you can first. But uh, yeah, if you were wanting to pick up that fragrance, obviously C-Sense is the place to go. And obviously to support the podcast, you would go through our affiliate link, which would help us massively, which is ccense.com forward slash geeks. And uh, and you will be uh, really helping out the, the admin costs of of our little podcast. And we'd, we'd greatly appreciate that. So if you do want to buy any frags, go to ccense.com first. See if they've got what you want. It's probably going to be the cheapest in the UK because they, they do get the prices really low. So ccense, let's just spell that out for you. It's S-E-E dot... No, it's not. Spell <laughs> it first. Hurdle. It's really hard. It's really Spelling. hard to spell a website Spelling. out when you can't. Yeah, I can't see it in front of me. And um, it's S E E, and then sense. You know how to spell sense. S C E N T S dot com. com forward slash geeks. Go over there and show them some love. Show us some some love. It's, honestly, we, we we spoke about this last week, but we thought long and, long and hard about the kind of sponsor we wanted, and we wanted one that would be of uh, as much benefit to our listeners as it is to to us, the podcast. And it is it is pretty much the cheapest for, for most of your fragrances in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to say, if they haven't got anything that you are after, if there's something in particular... It might be worth just maybe dropping them a message because they are ever increasing. They're always looking for kind of new supply routes and et cetera, et cetera. So you can always just drop them for the time it takes to write an email or something. You could just always ask them, do you have any plans to get this or are you able to? And they'll kind of let you know because we talk to them and they're often saying, oh, yeah, we're hoping to get this in soon or we're hoping to get that. So they are kind of expanding. So they are good in that regard. Yeah, um, that, they're such nice guys and they're both fragheads. They're really passionate about, about fragrances. So, you know, they get the good stuff. Anyway, moving on. So we've done enough uh, promotion of our sponsor there. Um, what else yep. have I been wearing? Um, just to bring it back down to earth. So I've been wearing, uh, today I've been wearing Boss Bottle. Uh, no, not Boss Bottled. I've been wearing um, Boss Orange today, which is a oh. blast for the past for me. It's like I used to wear back in the day. So I like to kind of wear it every now and again, a little bit of reminiscence. I've um, Yesterday I wore a fragrance that we share the love of, but the rest of Fragcom doesn't. I wore Le Nuit de L'Homme, the EDP version. And that's the first time I've worn it in months, absolutely months. And I really enjoyed it. It's okay. um yeah I've it inspired me to start looking into getting I want to smell the Le Parfum version, which is a, a fragrance that Georgia right. Fragrance Apprentice apps he said it's his favourite version yeah and I've not smelled yeah, it he does he, so he I want it. to I want to get a sample and um, a very lovely gentleman uh, who I've done business with in the past uh, TJ in one of the Facebook groups he is hooking me up with uh, with with a partial of it so I'm going to smell it and hopefully I'll report back next week oh nice yeah I look forward to that yeah and other than that I've been um, obviously I dropped my video on as we discussed this last week I dropped my video on uh, the um, Galavant fragrances the and I can now announce on the podcast that my favourite was London for me anyway I've really enjoyed London which doesn't get like it rarely makes the top of the list when people talk about their favourite Galavant which I was surprised by because it was definitely mm. mine 
it is a good London. Yeah, London's a great fragrance. Uh, yeah, a very wearable. I think there's some rose cucumber in there. Is there a, is there a, a little oud in in London? I can't remember if there's oud or not. I can't. I don't think so. But I know there's leather. So what I will say is, if you are smelling London, I talked about this in my video. Um, smell it on skin. As, don't just smell it on paper because to me it was definitely a noticeable difference. On the paper, it, it came across as quite fresh and a bit green. That sort of reminded me in the same ballpark as kind of Silver Mountain Water, etc. But okay. on my skin, the leather was a lot more noticeable. My skin sort of just seemed to bring out the leather note that's in there, and it wasn't really heavy. Yeah. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was a really heavy leather fragrance, but it just balanced out nicely. It, gave, it had the sort of fresher freshness balanced with a kind of the leather gave it a bit of backbone i just kind of quite liked it it was really nice so it really worked on me and yeah. that was my wife's favorite on me as well so yeah well let's talk about your your video because it was your premiere i know we said we'd do this a little later but since we brought up galavant let's do it now uh you did your very first premiere on youtube how was that how was the experience of that it was what well, the trouble was I, did, I actually finished editing the video that day um so i was kind of like there was a little bit i wouldn't say rough oh you you, you edited like, it did you <laughs> yeah believe it or not yeah it was, i edited it down <laughs> what was it three hours long before you edited it well there's the thing i started the video and you know what it's like you think all right i'll try and keep this short and sweet but there was eight fragrances to mention um oh and yeah you, and yeah. you sort of if you go too quickly you don't do it justice but if you go too long then it ends up like being three hours long so it was a bit of a balance, so I did edit it. Um, but I probably should have edited it more. No, it's fine. Yeah, it was because fine. it because it was such a long. It ended up being about nineteen minutes something. I thought I'll do it as a premiere because then there's the chat function. Obviously, if there's anybody watching, we can chat and talk about it, and it kind of makes it a bit more of an event and a bit more engaging. So that's why I, I thought I'd do it as my Absolutely, first ever yeah. premiere. Mm. Um, and a lot of the UK reviewers joined in just for kind of a bit of a chat and a banter. Um, and yeah, it's I. I, I it was a bit of I said to you after there was a bit of an anticlimax with the premiere for me afterwards because there was a bit of a build up and I had to kind of get it all sorted and then it was kind of like I, I don't know it was just I, <laughs> I, I, it's not something that I'm going to do regularly mean, yeah. it was weird it okay. was hard to describe I don't know why there was anticlimax because I kind of I've been involved in them as a viewer before so I know what they're about but I don't yeah. know if it's because there was a bit of a build-up. It was my first one. I was kind of like, yeah. And the guys were good. There was a chat and there was a bit of banter. But I do think with the chat that goes on, a lot of people don't necessarily pay attention to the video as much because they're chatting and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. like there was a couple of little things I threw in there. But I think you were only one of the only people to notice one of them at least. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of like... I think it works well for longer videos where you can get engaged but I, I i want to keep it for something special really i want to do a special event or something a bit more mm. and a lot of my videos aren't that yeah special, I, so. I think that real-time feedback can get quite addictive i think that's why a lot of people like the lives as well because yeah. you know some people i don't do a lot of lives but when i do there is something about that real-time feedback which is which is very uh, it's pretty yeah it's a little bit addictive you know it's 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 nice because you, you're so used to just putting a video out there and then once your baby is edited and and in in the big wide world you've it's gone then it's it's out there for anyone to see but for people to comment on it as they're viewing it for the first time it's pretty cool yeah it's it's a good thing but this build-up isn't there because you're working towards this premiere you're editing your video you've filmed it you've put all that time into it and you set it as a premiere and then YouTube builds up the premiere as well because it starts pushing out the notifications and then you get that countdown and that music as well with the countdown yeah. and and uh, and then suddenly I every time I do a premiere without fail the countdown finishes and there's about two seconds of black screen before the video starts and those two seconds I'm like oh no it's about to start I've changed my mind I don't want everyone to see it I want, I want to check it over one more time but then it's away it's going and you can't it's out there you can't do anything about it um, it's, so it's the premiere and, and after the premiere after all that build up it's then over it's done and everyone carries on with the rest of the day uh, and, yeah. and starts watching the next video in the, in the queue and, and it's a little anti-climax perhaps you've probably reached a point in that live feedback because obviously I used to do like stand-up comedy and there's nothing better than like dealing with a live audience and they often say that with people like uh, like rock stars or whatever quite often they they when they get off stage there's such this anti-climax that's why a lot of them end up doing drugs and things isn't it? because they, they're on this absolute high on stage and I'm, I'm not comparing you know performing a rock concert to a YouTube <laughs> premiere of me sitting there with a 20 minute gallivant video yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's that kind of same like premise where that you that live feedback is 
it's quite an addictive thing and it is quite enjoyable and, and the people are, should be enjoying it's themselves. Buzz, yeah. And it's the same when, you know, when I've had great gigs doing stand-up comedy and people are like laughing and you get applause breaks and things. It's that absolute buzz. And then afterwards, you're like, normally when you've done stand-up comedy, you're like, okay, I better, better drive home then. I might might get a McDonald's on the way back or whatever. It's such a sunny yeah. climax. You're then <laughs> in the car down, driving yeah. home. So yeah, yeah, it's that sort of thing. So I think that's, what I did will say is I don't, I'm not used to seeing the dislike button like, update live that happened when i was watching it there was a lot of likes which is great yeah, sorry about that, supporting me. but there was a few few people clicking dislike and it was like i don't normally see that live that that hurts a little bit more when it's coming in like there's literally someone watching it right now clicking dislike yeah. for whatever reason so yeah that was uh that was a kick in the balls yeah. but anyway other some than that. misery guts somewhere who can't produce anything like that at all so they just go oh, dislike yeah well yeah, yeah. um but I, I enjoyed it it was good it was great to see you actually turn up to your premiere because uh, I, I thought that you might you might just put a premiere out there and and just not not you know not turn up, Steve. So it was, I was glad to see you. <laughs> yeah, fair play. I did turn up. Yeah, my wife barely yeah. turned up. She uh, made a couple of comments in there. She was I think she was busy feeding the baby. To be fair, but uh, yeah, I let her off. Right. Um, it was yeah. Lovely. It was good. It was good. Do more, please. Do more. Yes, I'd oh, love to see I more premieres. From I, need, I yeah. what I did realise. I mean, there's a video I want to talk about later, actually. But I do sometimes I do need to. I feel like. I need to balance out and put some more effort into some videos because there's mm. a balance where you, you want to put out a lot of content and you can't everyone can't be a bloody masterpiece that takes days but then sometimes no. you do want to it's easier when the days are longer in the summer where you've got more daylight etc you can go out and about but um i do sometimes i want to do a bit more with it and, and put something out that you're really proud of i need to try and do a few more of those um so yeah I yeah my, my next yeah. one might be well let's yeah let's wait and see um shall we uh talk about a bit of news that's been going on in fragcom yeah i've got i've been talking a lot but i've got some news that i wanted to mention if that's okay um yeah I don't go know. For it. um the legend the acting legend himself anthony hopkins is releasing a fragrance which i think's oh, cool in wow. itself celebrity fragrance but what i really liked about his yeah. fragrance is part of the um donate uh, the money the revenue the uh, profits are go donating to charity so he's yep. actually giving back with a launch i'm just reading off the website here as covid19 continues to affect our children every purchase can provide up to 50 meals to kids in need through the charity no kid hungry which is a national campaign dedicated to ending childhood hunger in america so it's a u.s kind of a charity i don't know where the fragrance is shipped from i assume obviously anthony hopkins is kind of welsh or british so but he's uh, essentially a US citizen he's been there forever so I guess he's kind of set up shop there as it were and he's supporting um, the, it is yeah listed charities. as dollars on, on the website so yeah and yeah. I uh, but it looks lovely the bottles are kind of Tom Ford-esque private blend and the notes are quite interesting not too adventurous but they sound quite good so at the top there's bergamot orange pink pepper ginger in the mid there's rose orange flower jasmine and in the base there's musk patchouli and honey which I think is an interesting one to kind of sweeten up with a bit of honey so that might be and it's quite affordable $75 for 100 mil yeah so. Sounds like I don't think it's going to be anything too artistic or adventurous, but it sounds like it could it could be quite pleasant. It doesn't say on the website anything about who's composed it. There is no perfumer listed. Uh, it's called A H Eau de Parfum. It's a unisex fragrance, gender neutral, um, and it is retailing at seventy five dollars for one hundred mil. So very reasonably priced for what is essentially a, a niche fragrance. And the bottle, it looks like a niche fragrance. I would say the bottle fits in with, with what you would expect a niche bottle to, to mm. look like. I'm, I'm excited. I, I think it's fantastic that a lot of the proceedings are going to a very good cause. And I, if I can find if this, if his website will ship here to the UK, I'll, I'll definitely be buying a bottle, 100%. I'm, I'm really interested to try it. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see you review that. Um, I think that'd be yeah. really good. So uh, yeah, let's let's see if we can. I'm sure if there's any listeners out there, we'll do some research and find out if it does ship. But perhaps even uh, shipping internationally is a bit of a challenge as a as an average Joe. But if there's any US listeners of the podcast, if if it doesn't ship to the UK, maybe you can help us out or help Chris out because I'd like to see him review it quite selfishly. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, yeah. I'd, well, I'd like I'd like to review it. Yeah, because I'm a big big fan of. Uh, a A H. Uh, obviously, his his one of his most famous characters is Hannibal the Cannibal, Hannibal Lecter yes. himself. Oh, I remember when I first watched Silence of the Lambs. I was really quite young because my mum had it, like she watched it, and I, I don't know if I watched it with her or whatever. 
but it Did probably you think like, it was like some, something like Sean the Sheep or something, and you thought, oh, this no, sounds nice. I'll I, put it. I on. don't know how. Yeah, I wasn't like really, really young, but I was below the eighteen certificate. Put it like that. Um, and I remember like that night. I did not sleep very well. I was constantly on edge because <laughs> it's quite yeah. a, an eerie film, isn't it? I guess this oh, is quite, yeah, yeah. quite nicely related to the Halloween theme. So actually, mm. along those lines, I was going to set you a challenge to try and scent uh, Hannibal Lecter. What? Ah, scent? yes. So this is this is the uh, this is the extent that we're going to for for our Halloween special. This is our Halloween special, by the way, guys, or Halloween <laughs> unspecial, shall we call it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so okay, all right. So, so Hannibal gonna, Lecter. I've got to send him. Yeah, Hannibal now, Lecter. Now, okay. from memory, I've not looked, I'm not Googled him. I can't remember the Hannibal Lecter biography, but I remember he was obviously a very learned man. He was, he knew a lot of the physiology. Obviously, he was doctor, wasn't he? So he was a um, very mm. clever man, quite sophisticated, quite classy, but obviously yeah. had a bit of a darker side. He had a few, a few quirks, I would say. That's probably a, an understatement, but a few quirks. So yeah. what, what would you think he might might be wearing well, as a fragrance he's a slippery character Lecter isn't he because when Clarice first sees him this, and this is what's so creepy she expects to see some monster in this cell you know some serial killer monster but she sees this this little man stood there just very prim and proper and genteel really and I think it, it, she's taken aback by it so yeah he's a very learned man I think he'd wear something quite complex but intriguing and mysterious i think he's the kind of fella that he'd probably go with with some florals i think i think he's a floral man okay yeah i think he'd wear something that is hmm, very much an acquired taste i don't think he'd pick anything that's too mainstream i think he'd, he'd be very select in his tastes and there's a fragrance that springs to mind which actually has a blood accord. So not only does it tick all the boxes that I just said, it's got a blood accord. And the fragrance I'm talking about is Tyrannosaurus rex from Zoologist. And this blood accord actually comes from a type of uh, rose oxide that's used. It creates this sort of metallic, um, bloody accord. I don't know if you've ever smelled it, Steve, but it's... I haven't, no. Ah, oh, it's a superb fragrance, but oh, it's a it's a statement maker. I remember I got I got I've only got a sample, but I got the sample, bought it from zoologist, and I thought, yeah, I always like testing new fragrances going into work when when I used to work at the gym, and I sprayed T Rex on, and I was like, oh oh my god, that is like that is a massive fragrance, and I've got to go in to a gym now <laughs> and and be around like lots of people in a fitness environment, and it really was not that type of fragrance. You know, it's it's not Tyrannosaurus sport. This was like heavy hitting, and I was a bit nervous. You know, do you ever put one of those heavy fragrances on? You go, oh my god, people. You're a bit are, conscious, you know, it's yeah. almost as yeah, it's almost as bad as thinking that you, you smell of BO because you're thinking people are going to smell you and go, what is that? It's such a, an unreal, wild fragrance. I walked Mate. into work. Go yeah. on. Go, go no, on. you go, 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 finish it. All right. Uh, I was just going to say, I, walk, I walked into work and kind of like looking down at the floor a little bit going, oh God, what are people going to say? I walked past one of my female colleagues and she went, oh, that smells nice, Chris. Oh yeah, it's lovely and florally, that. Very, I like that one. I was like, What? That's crazy. I thought, I mean, it, it did, so, it had softened a little bit, but I was not expecting a compliment, let alone a compliment from a female. But she liked it. She thought it smelled really good. So there so you it go. Might have, it might have been like more the sillage. Perhaps if she was up close and getting personal, it, then it's a bit like for you, you're getting quite a strong woof yeah. of it. If you've just walked past, you might have caught like a sillage because sometimes the sillage is a bit more subtle and a bit more yes, pleasing exactly. to the nose, isn't it? What I was going to say I think is. That's what uh, it was, yeah. Mate, you talking about that, I, whenever I think of those sort of situations, I always think of your post office story, which you told on your YouTube channel. I think you need to tell the podcast oh, yeah. listeners because they always <laughs> they always think of that whenever I'm a bit conscious or feeling a bit like, oh, a, a, is this a bit strong yeah. people judging me? So, it's a, I can't remember what the fragrance was, but you need to tell that story, I think, for the listeners. Okay, so um, the, uh, the, the fragrance was, uh, it was like just a pure oud oil that was sent to me. <laughs> from um oh uh what was the oh god what was the brand hang on a sec oh i've got the brand i've got it up here somewhere what is it uh right 
I've got the fragrance here. It's uh, from the brand Suskind, and I, I absolutely love this brand, and Nigel from Two Centsworth does as well. It doesn't get a lot of hype. Uh, we both talked about it and hyped it. They make some fantastic fragrances, um, beautiful kind of French blends. So, yeah, go and check Suskind out, guys. But they sent me an oud oil. Now, I'm sure it was very, very high-quality oud, um, but I'd, I'd not worn a pure oud oil before and it came in this um it came in this canister this like glass uh canister which almost looked like a it contained plutonium well it, it was probably as powerful as plutonium to be honest and uh it, it had a little it was like a, an enlarged dabber on there and it was like it's like a really thick um brown goo inside the bottle and uh, I was like, right, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like try this one out and check it out and put this oud on because I'd worn oud fragrances before. And I, I pulled it out and like this brown goo was dripping off the dabber stick. And I was like, smeared it all at one side of my neck and I dabbed it in it like I was doing like, you know, you know when kids get get glue and they they dipping it in the glue pot and then smearing it on the paper. Yes. Well, it was like that, slapping it everywhere, yeah, slapping it everywhere, sides of my neck, back of my neck. It was like bits on my arms like that. And and then I was like. Oh, oh god that that actually that actually is very very oody very strong this this is like pure skank oud i mean i'm sure it was high quality and all that but um i think what i should have done is is put one dab one tiny little dab on the back of my neck um so i think i probably put a year's worth of this oud on all all in one go and then I uh, I had to carry on with my day. I didn't have time to have a shower and one of the things i had to do was go to the post office. I was standing in the queue at the post office and uh just feeling very, very self-conscious because I, I knew that I, I was absolutely reeking of probably what people thought was shit, to be honest, like horse shit or something. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a tough time. I, just... I couldn't wait to get out there. But it was one of those where you stood in a queue for ages. It was one. It was a post office where you're picking up a parcel that you've missed, and they take ages because they've got to go in the back and they're rooting around for five minutes to go and get the parcel. And I, you know, I'm tapping my fingers on the desk, going, "Please just get the parcel." And, and obviously, like, this it was finally came with. I legged it out of there. <laughs> this was pre-COVID, so there was no like two meter distance. You oh, all yeah. bunched up, queuing up no, next no. to each other. There's all these old dears around you trying to collect their pension or whatever yeah. they're doing, and you're like, "I just, ah, uh, it's just this mental image." of you just slapping it on here we go <laughs> just walking around and yeah. there's, there's people all stepping away from you in the middle of this post office I just the mental image I just like makes me chuckle every time but I always whenever well, I'm a bit conscious of a fragrance I think oh am I a bit heavy a bit strong I always think of that that is the story that always comes to me <laughs> Yeah. Well, next time we get together, I know we keep saying this. Uh, we'll have a year's worth of things yeah. we want each other to smell, but I'll uh, I'll try and remember to bring that one for you to have a little smell, and uh, and you can, you can see exactly what everyone in that post office was sniffing that day. Oh god! Anyway, we were talking about <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, weren't we? Um, and uh, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. The what? See, I went in a slightly different direction because I did have a little think, and I was thinking more. Uh, perhaps I was associating a bit too much Anthony Hopkins and, and not enough Hannibal Lecter because I was thinking of a sort of more mature quite sophisticated quite smooth i was thinking something a bit more like vetiver something but again something a bit different not the obvious and the one that comes to mind is a fragrance i smelled a couple of years ago um is from a house i don't know how it's pronounced because i've only ever seen it written down i've never heard it pronounced but it's lt piva it might be lt piva but it's lt then p-i-v-e-r mm. and they do really good quality fragrances and they've got one called vetiver and we i went too far for you because it is floral as well so it's got some fresh citrusy at the top but in the mid i actually just looked up what the notes were about curacy so it's um lavender in the mid along with some jasmine but obviously not surprisingly there's a lot of uh, uh vetiver in the base it's quite heavy it's very prominent uh cedar sandalwood so it's quite a it's a bit more mature i guess but i wouldn't say old manish but or old school but it's just quite a smooth sophisticated old school style i guess it's more of a traditional kind of but it's a bit different so i imagine again him that just i, I was probably just picturing the learned side oh, so i wasn't yeah. as risque as you with your t-rex i can imagine him him wearing that whilst he's sipping a nice glass of chianti i think exactly. that would work yeah um mm, talk on. staying with the halloween theme i've also wanted to shout a, a shout out a youtuber uh this week if we if that's okay um it's a video that we've both seen i'll in, allow it yeah, it's a video that both seen because you actually were the one that told me about it because you told me before I saw it in my subscription feed. And yeah. it's uh, Josephine at Judah Rose, her Halloween kind of special, yeah. which was just 
brilliant. She's she's done a similar sort of style video before where she makes some effort, yeah, like dressing to a fragrance. So this time she did some makeup and and styled herself to each fragrance, Halloween themed, and it was just, yeah. The effort she must have put in is just brilliant. It must it have been just... filmed over several days because the, the makeup on each character was so intricate. It must have taken so long. And it looked professional. She's obviously brilliant at makeup as well. Mm. And I'm, I don't know if she got someone in to do it or if she did it herself, but it was absolutely... Even in one of them, she even put one red contact in, in her eye and it looked amazing. It looked so good. Because I saw her comment on the video that you'd put, and she uh, said that she nearly lost an eye doing that video. <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah. so I don't know yeah. if she doesn't wear contact lenses or she just had a bit of a mare with it. But yeah, she said she, she nearly lost her eye doing <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah, go and check it out. I, um, so she basically themes, she dresses up in a Halloween kind of character. I won't give away who is there as such. Um, and then she scents that character, kind of like what we've done with um, Hannibal Lecter. So, yeah. yeah, and she dresses to the occasion. It's brilliant. She's done such a good job. It's really, uh, it's, really cool video. Yeah, such a good video. And that was one of the videos that actually I am I referenced it earlier when I said sometimes I see videos and I think I, I need to make more effort. And I saw that and that was one of those ones where I thought, bloody hell, she's really put some effort into that video. I feel like yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't put that much effort in. Um, <laughs> my makeup's not as good. But I feel like sometimes I think I should, I, I need to put a bit more effort in and make a video a bit more special sometimes because uh, that sort of inspired me a little bit and me so i wanted to shout her out for that yeah and um, you know you're talking about making videos that you're proud of perhaps that you do want to do premieres of it is for me it's the videos that i have put the most effort into that i'm the most proud of and that you do kind of want to make a little bit of a song and dance about putting it out there and maybe have a little little premiere uh, so yeah you, if you if you did uh, put some effort in for a change mate i think you'd, uh, you'd, you'd appreciate <laughs> it you'd enjoy it <laughs> yeah maybe maybe i was just gonna say after i was so impressed with with josephine's video I, 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 she pulled it out the bag with that and by the way she's flying with over seventeen thousand sub subscribers now i remember I've, I've obviously i've known her before she started her channel and uh she's like yeah i think i'm, I think I'm gonna start a channel and uh, and she's really just flown i can't i can't i didn't notice that she'd had that many i thought she was on around 10 11 but she's she's doing so well but she mm. knows her stuff she's you know, she's trained in perfumery, so she really knows what she's talking about, and she's very passionate about fragrances as well. So those things combined make it just such a good channel. She's hit, she's hitting all, all the elements have come together for her videos really because she's a very good presenter. She's quite yeah. sort of nat. She can talk very naturally. She can speak about the fragrances. She's very well informed, as you've said. So not only can she actually say the words eloquently, she can actually the content and the quality of those words good as well and relevant um so she'd kind of got that side her editing's good and she makes the videos the video topics are really entertaining and interest so she's getting the views there and then people obviously seeing them seeing how much effort she's putting in and then they're subscribing so i'm not at all surprised yeah um so fair play to her well done yeah, I was really annoyed though. I was going to say this before, but um, talking about ha having to have a bit of a thick skin for for, for YouTube, her, her video was incredible. It looked great. It sounded great. She'd put you know days of work and effort and research into that video, like a lot of time for people to view for free, essentially. And the only comment that one misery guts could think to leave was, "Shame the audio was so bad on this one." And that was it. That was that was the hot. So I, and I saw that. I was I was like. No, it wasn't. It was absolutely fine. So I, I said, sounded good to me. Absolutely no problem with the audio whatsoever. I think people, people take great delight. You know, awful people, for whatever reason, I don't know why they're awful. You know, bad things in their own life, I guess. But the more effort they see someone's put into a video, the more pleasure they get in trying to knock them off that, you know, bring, bring them down from from thinking from being proud of the, of their work uh, and making comments like that it's awful it's awful that people will will do that on youtube but it's just something that we've got to um and and you know fair play i, I was actually surprised josephine said this but she said that uh, her mic broke just before she started recording you can't can't be perfect or, or can't always be perfect and i was like what really i didn't even realize that the mic that she wasn't on a, a usual mic because it, it just all sounded very clear and perfect to me good halloween music in the background so yeah some some horrible people in the world aren't there <laughs> yeah there are well i as I said to you, I actually called one of the, oh, we can't use that word, you're going to have to bleep it out, but I called one of my, um, one of my viewers, Numpty, this week, because oh. he just rang me up. You're going to have to bleep that, mate. Stop giving know. me editing. 
I don't know what you're going to do with that one. Um, but fortunately, YouTube did filter it out. They filtered out my own comment on my own video, which kind of uh, wound me up. In the end, I just removed the comment and stuff. I just thought it's not worth it. But it, it, and yeah. I, to be fair, I wasn't that aggy because I'm used to it, like I say. But it, it, they were just kind of pushing. You're kind of like, oh, nobody wants to. I won't use the word again. But, you know, it, it was the video with the Gallivant one, actually. It, he was very annoyed that I clickbaited him and he didn't get to see my wife which um, mm. amused me um, because he was very annoyed. Like, clearly he was very desperate to see a female. Um, so it just kind of made me it made me laugh a little bit initially. Um, and I was kind of, didn't, I actually pinned his comment and then he kind of just kept pushing it. And he's like, oh, it's just, and at one point he just said, oh, this is why you've only got 3,000 subscribers. Oh, that's fucking 3,000 more than you, isn't it, mate? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what, but, what, what a just pathetic thing to say that's only why you've got 3k subscribers it's just well such a tool thing to say that <laughs> yeah but anyway we won't kind of dwell yeah. on that one but we um, won't dwell on the on the wallies of the internet world um what one more bit news? of news yeah go last, for it last little bit of news um so i want to talk we've been meaning to mention this for a few weeks but i think this is a good week because ashton from the amazing channel gent sense uh, has as you probably all know is coming out with his own fragrance line and we were going to mention each one as he released the, the videos but um he, he's now released all of them and he released a video explaining uh, the name and where it came from so ashton's line of fragrances will be called galleria parfums uh, because he likes the idea of creating works of art in an art gallery and people go to to an art gallery to look at the works of art and he he's very proud of his fragrances and thinks of them as his own little works of art so he thought galleria was was a good name Name. he's releasing seven in the line uh, he's worked with some of the most renowned perfumers in the world including francis kirkjun um he uh so i'd speculated that it was navitus because he never said the name but i thought it just sounds like and we talked about it on here that it, that it sounded like navitus the way that it's just going to be a line of fragrances an investor comes along and, and puts up the money and actually, you know, fair play to Ashton because he's he's always very transparent about everything. I love that about about him. And he said, yeah, look, it's not Navitus, but it is the same investor. I told them I didn't want to be Navitus. I didn't want to be associated with the name Navitus. So I said, I will only do it if I can choose the name. And they went, yep, choose whatever name you want and we'll um, we'll we'll put the money up for you so that's how uh, that's how his his line came around uh and yeah. he's selling get the, the bottles are uh, 100 ml of extract concentration so very high concentration for 205 dollar at the moment but they've got launch offers uh all over the place you can buy one fragrance with 20 percent off if you buy two fragrances you get 25 percent off if, if you buy three fragrances you you get 30% and it, and it goes up like that so if you buy all seven you actually get 55% off the whole line so um, I, yeah, I, I was going to say it isn't it 90 each or something if you buy yeah. all seven it's like a massive saving but then obviously you're spending quite a lot of money but mm. um, yeah fair play yeah. fair play see I, again it's nice that he's very honest about it yeah I'm looking forward to his fragrances getting out there and, uh, and hearing a few people talking about them so um, ho hopefully at some point I can smell them and talk about them as well yeah, look forward to that, mate. Um, shall we do the centenario? Yeah. Centenario! Oh, there we Hit go. me. Right, this week's uh, centenario comes from a serial centenario donator, I guess. Oh, I thought you were going to say serial killer then, since, since <laughs> yeah. Halloween, we've been talking about Hannibal Lecter. I was like, what? Now, that would be that would be uh, Halloween. I should have come up with a Halloween-themed yeah. centenario, really, but I guess we've done, we've sent it to Hannibal Lecter. What more do you want? Um, yeah, so that's, this that's Halloween enough. That this video, uh, this video, this centenario comes from Lee Morrison, who has, uh, as I say, he's. I think this might be his third. I think he's leading the way. I think it's there's a couple of guys that are kind of doing these sort of numbers. Anyway, he's he's very prescriptive on this. There's demands, so I'm I'm going to be a bit footloose with these rules, to be honest, because. Right. you're not the boss of us so we'll, we'll take it as, <laughs> as we so choose so he said hi steve hope all is good scenario you and chris are both your own ages and are football referees of high standard now i assume he actually means soccer for any of the u.s kind of uh, listeners i think he's talking about um, uk football uh, 
or soccer as it is in the US. Um, you ref both male and female games. You always want to smell good when officiating games and smell cool and fashionable for the geezers and attractive to the females. You need a choice of, here's the rules mate, as I say, feel free to disregard these, but you need a choice of one designer and one niche for when you, referen when you referee a male game and one designer and one niche for when you referee a female game. So four different frags, all of which are suitable for sport-related purposes. Further rules, you cannot use the same fragrances for male and females and cannot use the same brand twice in your four choices. I mean, fucking hell, mate. Uh, keep up the great <laughs> podcast. Take care. Regards, Lee. Oh, Jesus, mate. Mm. So. Right. I think, you know designer. what, I, we, we, we're, running, we're running on time. So I think I'm, I might just pick one niche, one designer that's going to be suitable for all all the different occasions. I think. I don't, because I don't know if I'd, I don't think I'd wear a different fragrance if I was refereeing a women's game as it was a, a, a man's game, to be honest. Yeah, well. Would you? Um, probably, I'd probably be more conscious that I'd want it to obviously smell attractive if it's a female game, but it ultimately yeah. it's still got to be fresh. But I mean, what's your thoughts? Obviously you've been put on the spot, you've had no thinking time, so I'm not expecting you to, I've thought of a mm. few for me, but if you could just come up with a couple, that's that's all good. All right, yeah, so let's just let's just have a little think about this. All right, so we, yeah, we want something fresh, um, but... Uh, if you want, I could go first to buy you some thinking time. It's up to you. Yeah, go on. You go. You go first, and I'll. I'll have a look. I think I've got one of them, but yeah, I'll think of the other one while you're going. So here's what I'm thinking for the female game. So again, I ideally want something that's fresh and that's going to last, which is quite rare sometimes. Mm. Um, for the female game, I'd probably want it to be quite attractive, obviously, because I do want to be attractive, attractive to the ladies, if possible. So I was thinking. For the designer, I'd go for um, Bulgari, and I'm gonna go for uh, Aqua Amara, which is oh, a bit controversial, yeah. but very yeah. strong, very strong performing fragrance. So that's gonna get noticed, and I think it's very fresh and quite interesting. And for the ladies, interestingly, I'm gonna bend the rules a little bit here because I was the other one that I thought would work really well is Black Panther from oh, yeah. Alexandria Fragrances yeah. which is actually a clone of a well I guess it's a kind of a designer but it's very niche because it's £255 from Bulgari's Le Gem line um, and it's obviously a clone of Tiger but Black Panther performs a lot better it's very, it's a lot sort of the to me the grapefruit is a lot more prominent so it comes across as a lot more of a fresher fragrance to me it's a bit more of a summer freshy and it's very noticeable projects really well so I think that's what I do for the females mm-hmm for the males, I was thinking I might go quite boring and go for something like uh, Chanel Alarum Sports or even like Office for Men from Fragrance One, I think could work quite well. Oh, good shout. Yeah, so, yeah. Good shout. All right. So, okay, I'll, you, you do. I'll do a niche and designer for male and female. I'll, I'll fit in with the rules. The designer fragrance I'm going to go for for the female game is Jean-Paul Gaultier La Malle Au Fresh, one of my favourite fresh fragrances. It's got a nice bit of depth to it. It's got a bit of bubblegum sweetness going on there as well. A bit of neroli. And uh, I think it's not the longest lasting, but I think for the duration of a, of a footy game, I think it would be it would be adequate. And it's a nice little crowd pleaser. So I think it, I think it would work well. For my niche, I you know, I often hear that the ladies like Tom Ford's Oud Wood. But I'm not going to go with Oud Wood. I'm going to go with a more powerful version, slightly more powerful version of Oudwood. And you could argue Oudwood is designer anyway, with it being from Tom Ford. So I'm going to go with Cambodian Oud from Swedoft. So that is pretty much an interpretation of Oudwood. So there we go. Those are the picks for the, the female game. For the blokes, uh, for designer, I'm going to just keep it keep it simple with uh, Chanel Allure on Sport O Extreme. And for my niche, I'm going to go with Parfum de Mali's Galloway because it's a nice, fresh, it's one of their fresher fragrances. Um, some people would say the best of their fresh fragrances. And yeah, I think that I'd, uh, I think that I'd do that do pretty well, actually, um, running around a, a soccer pitch. So there we go. There are my four choices for this week's scenario. And um, yeah, that was 
that was a little bit more challenging to think up four fragrances on the spot. So yeah. thanks for that. <laughs> what I will say, guys, is don't forget that Chris is on the spot here. So when, it's great that you, we have said in the past, try and be prescriptive so it's not too broad, which is great. So Lee's definitely done that. But he's made it so prescriptive that you've got to remember Chris is on the spot and he's got to think of four different fragrances from different houses, etc. So just bear that in mind. I get, I get a bit of thinking time, which I need, to be honest. So I would struggle if it was me. So, yeah. Other than that, don't forget to keep sending those scenarios. We do really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, keep, keep sending them in. They help us so I don't have to think of them. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks very much. I think that pretty much brings us to a close because we've been going nearly an hour talking about frags. So yeah. I think it's time to, to say goodbye, Steve. Have you got any any last words? No, uh, other than thank you, everybody. Thank you for your submissions. Don't forget you can join us in the Scent Geeks podcast Facebook group and we can carry on the conversation there and check out the Winty Banter. And that group is private now, so you can post in there and your neighbour or your boss at work isn't going to see that you're some weirdo into fragrance. So feel free to join that group, but don't forget to answer the question. Yeah, and people are letting rip in there now that they know that uh, their friends and family on Facebook cannot see what they post. People are going full geek, which is good. That's what we wanted in the first place. So I, th- I think that suggestion from Richard was a good one to turn that private. Seems to be, seems to be to everyone's liking so far. Yeah, the the number <laughs> of posts have gone up dramatically since they got yeah. the notification that it was private. So that was really cool. Well, cheers, Steve. Thanks again for another good uh, frag chat this week. Looking forward to next week. We will be here as usual. Uh, Listen, it's Halloween between now and then, so I hope everyone has a a sufficiently creepy and scarily good Halloween. And, uh, yeah, don't don't go trick-or-treating this year. Maybe maybe skip it this year because you... You might end up with um, with more than you bargain for if you start knocking on people's doors. So yeah, just just go easy on the trick or treating this year, guys. So that's it from us. Please don't forget to go and check out our sponsor, csense.com forward slash geeks for the cheapest prices on niche and a few designer fragrances uh, in the UK. Seriously, guys, do check them out if you're looking for frags. See if they've got them because. They, uh, they are the cheapest uh, f- on, on a lot of things. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week, geeks. Bye. We were the Sand Geeks. Yeah.